Welcome to the Gut Podcast. On the paper, Helicobacter pylori resistance to antibiotics in Europe in 2018 and its relationship to antibiotic consumption in the community. Published in paper copy in Gut in September 2021. My name is Dr. Philip Smith, Digital and Education Editor of Gut and Consultant Gastroenterologist at the Royal Liverpool Hospital Liverpool, United Kingdom, and I extend a very warm welcome to Professor Migrud, University of Bordeaux, Bordeaux, France. Professor Migrud is the first author on this excellent paper. Professor, thank you so much for joining me today to do this podcast, and congratulations on your superb paper. So going straight into the questions, firstly, could I ask you to explain the background to your study and obviously why researching this area is so important. Uh, indeed, with my colleague, uh, Yuri Glubzinski from Belgium, we had a special interest uh, to follow the evolution of H. pylori resistance to antibiotics in Europe. The first study was performed in 1998, then in 2008, and so we had to do it in 2018. Obviously, we have now a network of laboratories in various countries, uh, but things are changing. Some people retired, the interest for the topic decreased, and so it was relatively difficult uh, to cover the whole uh, Europe for this uh, third uh, multicenter study. But we think it is important to do it because antimicrobial resistance is by essence an evolving process and it can help clinicians in uh, prescribing uh, treatment. Thank you, Professor. That's very clear. So could you um, explain um, what the new findings your study has found? A positive one is that uh, this last 10 years, the level of resistance is relatively stable for the main antibiotics used uh, in the treatment of uh, Helicobacter pylori infection, that is claritromycin, levofloxacin, and metronidazole. It increased a little bit, but not as much as we could expect. Indeed, important measures have been uh, taken uh, in uh, some countries, like France, for example, to limit antibiotic use. And we can now see that the result, uh, but it takes long to change the trend. Another positive result is the fact that for some antibiotics, such as amoxicillin, tetracycline, resistance remains extremely low. We also confirm the link with antimicrobial use in the community and resistance to the same antibiotic uh, in Helicobacter pylori. Thank you, Professor. Can I ask, in relation to your study, how might its positive findings impact on clinical practice in the uh, foreseeable future, do you see it? These data, in fact, are important for clinical practice uh, because when it is not possible to test the strain for a given patient, it is possible to refer to a probabilistic approach. Unfortunately, and especially for clitromycin, in many countries, the resistance is still above the threshold of 15%, which limits the use of, of the optimized triple therapy. Uh, if we consider optimized triple therapy, it gives the 
same good result for eradication than quadruple therapies, but with less adverse events. And also it is in line with the WHO recommendation on prudent use of antibiotics. How might this study uh, impact on research priorities in, in the foreseeable future? So in this area, uh, research priorities concern the development of new treatments, which can be, contain less antibiotics or new antibiotics. But in the meantime, uh, there is uh, a new compound, uh, which compared to uh, proton pump inhibitor, and then the group of potassium competitive acid blockers, uh, such, for example, vonoprazan, which could potentially limit the use to one antibiotic, like uh, amoxicillin. So this is uh, some hopes that in the near future, we may only use one antibiotic with a very potent acid inhibitor. But obviously, if we could find other drugs than those currently used, it would be fantastic. Well, thank you, Professor. I mean, it certainly would be exciting if we could limit the, the, the drugs that we have to use. Thank you for, for speaking to me again today, Professor, and thank you for doing this podcast. Thank you. Once again, congratulations on your fantastic paper being published in GUT. To our listeners, do click on the link for the paper um, which is underneath this podcast to, to read it in, in detail. And uh, as usual, thank you very much for joining us for the Gut Podcast and do join us again in the future. Many thanks. Thanks.